Welcome to Expert Opinion, the branding business forum where leaders share their views, insights, and experiences from the world of B2B branding. And now, here's your host. Hello, I'm Ryan Rikus, and today's show is focused on the topic of millennials, how to create mutual success for this next generation of leaders. Our guest today is Dan Negroni, founder and CEO of Lunchbox, a firm dedicated to empowering both individuals and organizations to achieve results by creating next generation leaders for the workplace. So if millennials make up a growing portion of your business, or if you're a millennial who wants to thrive as an aspiring leader, you might want to listen to these insights that Dan will share today. I recently heard Dan speak at a business conference and have read his book, Chasing Relevance. I think you'll find some good insights in this discussion. So Dan, welcome to De Expert Opinion. Well, thank you for having me. Lots of pressure. I have to be an expert and I have to know millennials <laughs> inside and out. So You won't have any problem. Uh, it's I good to be not. with you again. And um, as I was reading your book, I was intrigued by the story that you told of your oldest son and how he became the inspiration for you to start this business and, and ultimately write the book. So to kind of get the thing started here today, can you just share that story? He definitely gave me the roadmap for the business. My older son is 25 years old. He happens to be a sales rep at Box um, in New York City. And um, he is the quintessential millennial. And um, both at work and at home, I had millennials. And at home, I was very concerned about teaching my millennial how to go out in the workplace, be his best self in this world that was completely changing and made up of now new digital natives and innovative. And at the work, uh, the same thing. How do we teach our millennials to connect with our customers when they might be completely different generations and to bring all that's good and leave behind all the negative connotations? And so those two things gave me the inspiration to write the book. Simple concept that applies to everybody, doesn't it? It applies to everyone, and, and, and in all seriousness, empowering people and trying to make people be their best selves is something in my blood, whether I was a lawyer, whether I was a CEO, whether I was a sales executive. The kind of demystification of figuring out how to connect with people uh, on a guttural level, kind of like you do in the branding business, how do you get people to be able to tell their story and connect from minute one and to serve others and provide value. And I just thought our schools and our workplaces were not doing a good job at that. Well, I couldn't agree more with you. As we've discussed, both of our, both of us have millennial-aged children living in New York City, and I've certainly shared concepts from your book, and I can positively say that it has helped my daughter in her career, and it's also helped me uh, relate to people of her age and generation entering the workforce. So. Thank you for those insights. To kind of give people a perspective of your business and what you do, can you give an overview of your company and how you work with clients? Sure. I mean, uh, we actually wanted to call our book Bridge the Gap instead of Chasing Relevance, and then Faith Popcorn told me that was a bad title. And so when Faith Popcorn talks, who's a, a very famous okay. futurist, you listen. And so, But we do bridge the gap. We use coaching of both millennials and managers in different types of workshops and one-on-one -on -one coaching and speaking kind of as the pulpit to shift people's mindset on how to connect through teaching them really about themselves, which is most people's favorite topic. And how do you teach people about themselves and how to figure out who they want to be in the world and how to connect? And it sounds very soft, but it is the number one way that you can create business results by teaching people how to be 
great at being people because most of us are in the people business. Yeah, so true. Well, let's dig into your book a little bit. Um, one of the areas that I particularly liked was an area where you outlined the five steps for people to develop their personal success in the workforce. Can you share those five insights? Sure. I mean, we have a system, and the system's really predicated on my son and the other 5,000 millennials that we've trained for themselves or for businesses. And here's the deal. It's this clear. Uh, millennials have grown up, grown up in a digital world, and the digital world is super new to them. But they could have anything they want whenever they want. They only have to swipe right or left to date or not to date. They can get food through Uber Eats immediately. They can review it on Yelp. They can take car service anywhere. They can have Amazon deliver something within a day. The world is completely immediate. However, in the workplace, uh, things are not immediate. And it's really tough in the workplace. It's much more archaic. And they are not digital natives in the workplace. So we believe in order to break that open until there's a technology that saves the workplace, which we are working on, until that is the case, we need to start by figuring out who we are inside, and that goes for millennials and managers, so we can connect through our stories. And our process is figure out who you are by understanding the power of relationships and really become a slave to making sure you're making it about others and building the best relationship. First relationship you start with is yourself. That's step one. Step two is assess who you are. What are your strengths? What are you naturally good at? Who are you and what do you want to bring to the world? Step three is to layer on top of that your skills, values, and passion. Skill, I'm sorry, passions and values are pretty easy to understand. Skills are a little bit more difficult. We have a really hard time defining what our skills are and talking about ourselves. And so we teach people to really dig in deep and figure out your skills based on the earlier steps of strengths and um, relationship building and framing your skills in a way that it serves others. We call it with them. That's step three, skills, values, and passion. Step four is branding and really figuring out, you'll like this, what your three words are and what Perfect. words you actually inspire to be and uh, who you want to hold yourself out to be and what does the world think of you, what's your personality, so to speak. And then the fourth step is learning how to tell your story in a way that it serves others. Beautiful. This section and how it offers the guidance for the employee to find themselves and then ultimately provide value to um, and, and, and meaning to their, their job and what they do. And of course, then also the benefit to the company. And then I know you shared a lot of examples and insights on how managers and employers can relate as well. And so this definitely applies beyond just a millennial mindset. So are there any examples that you can possibly share of either what, in some of your coaching or uh, client work of, um, of how it works between the uh, in, the uh, young employee, I guess, and the manager? Sure. Yeah. Let me give you an, an example from each side. And um, it's really great because we had a big company here this morning with 2,600 employees. And we were talking to them. And we work with companies of all sizes from 26 you know, to 2,600 or 26,000. But they were here this morning and we were talking about mindset shift. And I can tell you two stories that uh, relate to either side. Uh, the first story is about the millennial and how the millennial 
basically approaches the workplace. Time and time again, we hear a message, I didn't get the promotion, I was promised a promotion, I'm flat in my career, I don't know how to get there, my boss just left and they told me they were gonna give me a promotion, now I have a new boss, so on and so forth. And so I can tell you a story about a millennial that came to me on Saturday, let's call him Brad, uh, for lack of a better, for not using his real name, and Brad said to me, uh, that very fact, those were the fact patterns, his boss left and he was promised a promotion. And so we were there and actually there was a round table of millennials after we all worked out together and we were all coaching uh, Brad on how to discuss the fact that he thought he needed more in his career, not, not necessarily about the money. We asked him why he thought he believed the money, he needed more money and why he thought he was bringing more value and we talked about that and he he really saw the errors of the way he was communicating, which was all about him. And really, the solution was to change his words and to change them to be focused on what the employer wants and could get out of what Brad could do for them. And so Brad went in, believe it or not, on Monday morning, like a true millennial, and he went and spoke to his boss. And actually, I'm gonna pull up his text here as we speak. And I will read to you basically what his comments were after he had the conversation with his boss, which was framed in a way that was very clear and about the boss and the company. Dan, thank you so much for your advice on Saturday. Went to my boss with the approach you suggested on Monday. And while I was, of course, not promoted on the spot, that's very millennial, by the way. <laughs> I am being placed on a new team with much op more opportunity for growth. You helped me bridge the gap between my personal life, which I live serving others, and my professional life in which I was just focused on myself. I cannot express my gratitude enough. And, you know, I'd love to help you here and there. And so really, with millennials, it's just teaching them how to articulate their value in a way that it serves the organization and the company, because really that's what they want to do. And um, Very cool. at the same Great token, example. on the other side, yeah, that's, so that their story one about millennials, if we have time for story number two, which is sure. about managers, there's a real dearth of being able to coach uh, honestly and directly with millennials in the workplace. Millennials want four things principally from the workplace. Uh, the ability to learn and grow, which we call capability, number one. Number two, authenticity. They've been sold a bill of goods by advertising and other things, and so they want it real. Number three is they want great feedback and communication. And number four is they want purpose and transparency. We need to understand that that's what millennials want in the workplace. Because they went, want authenticity, to be bold and coach them and tell them honestly what you need from them is something that if you do it the right way, they will say thank you for all the time. And one of the examples is we had a manager who was actually captain of a police department come here and tell us the story about how she was transferred to a new role in a new division with 400 more people to uh, supervise. And the first day she got there, boxes everywhere, new organization, 400 people she haven't met, hasn't met yet, didn't know where the bathroom was. Uh, a millennial came up to her that found out he was reporting to her and basically said, hey, Captain, I just want uh, some help with my career. Can you help me right now? And of course, the captain obliged because she wanted to make sure that millennial was happy. And uh, Dan's coaching tip is don't oblige, actually push and teach and coach authentically and honestly and teach them something. And so I suggested to her that maybe the better approach might have been, hey, 
I'm going to teach. I, I really care about you, and I want to meet to talk to you about your career, Mr. Millennial, next week. I want to teach you the best lesson I ever learned, which made me the first woman captain in the police force, which was this. Look around you. Look what's going on. Boxes everywhere. It's my first day. The thing I learned which made me captain, and I know this lesson is not going to be lost on you, was to make it about others. As soon as you make it about others and you walk in and you ask to serve me, you will always, and by the way, we're, we're police officers and we serve our community. If you can make that translation and figure out how to use those skills to do that, you will be the most successful in your career. And next week, I'd love to talk to you about that. Captain leaned back and said, wow. You're a better coach than me. Well, that wasn't the point. We do this for a living and we understand how to do it. What in fact was the point was this. Two minutes later, she said, aha, if I was at home, I never would have done that with my 16 year old. I would have taught him the lesson. And I said, why'd you do it differently? And she answered, I don't know. Well, about three months later, she texted me and said, I've been doing it differently and I've been doing it like you said, as I care, as important as that young professional is my own kid and teaching them the way I would want to be ta taught. And it's made the world of difference in the way that I can connect with them and serve them. So there you have two sides of the coin of the types of principles we teach and um, the tools we give to do those things from both sides. Great examples um, and, and very effective. And something we can apply uh, in our daily lives, as you just mentioned, with our own kids as well. So um, as you went through those four areas, I know you, you uh, conclude with the area of purpose, and I know you and I have chatted about this and that our firm uh, also helps our clients define their purpose uh, or why they exist. And we also help with the vision of what they aim to achieve and the mission of how they're gonna achieve it and the values and what they stand for and be how they behave. And what we found is uh, very similar, that people of all ages, they want to find meaning in their work. They want to be fulfilled in what they do. They want to feel valued. And, and that is ultimately, at the end of the day, um, where you'll have uh, a congruent a, uh, workplace is when people feel that way from um, throughout the organization, when, whether you're an employee that's uh, uh, just out of college or you know there for 15, 20 years. And I know you love helping companies and people find their relevancy. So on that topic, I, I know that um, you also um, have developed your own purpose statement. And as you should, when you uh, help uh, organizations, maybe could you share with us uh, your thoughts of, of, your, of, of your why? Yeah, I mean, I think my, my thoughts are this, the why is super critical. Um, it's really the, the system we talked about, the strength and story system and those five steps. Um, are predicated upon being able to communicate your why. Uh, why is that relevant? Because that is who makes you who you are, that is who um, who people see you as, and that is where you can provide value when you're living your best gift. Um, our gift here and our gift at LaunchBox is to empower both sides of the equation, millennials, managers, whatever age you are, to um, be your best self in the workplace, to make it about others, and to create results together in an innovative way, um, and using technology to do so, and, and making sure that it's progressive. And, um, you know, it's in my blood, empowering people and trying to make them their best. I can't help but not coach, uh, whether it's someone that likes me, doesn't like me, it doesn't matter. I dive right in to try and help people figure out 
the real why, what's holding them back, and what their gift is to serve others because if we all figure that out, especially in the workplace where we haven't done a very good job of doing that, uh, there's so much more value and results and profitability. And it's engagement. It's just all about engagement. And how do you engage both sides? And so many people uh, tell themselves stories that just are not true. And what it includes is uh, cultures that are not good, uh, disengagement, not open environments, and places where they don't understand why they have turnover. And it's really because they can't do a simple basic thing, which is care about people. And my why is helping people figure that out, and especially at a young age, because if millennials can figure it out at 20 or 22 or 18, think about how much better their life can be both personally and professionally. Wonderful. Well, I think that's why our businesses complement each other so well in the sense that we work primarily with B2B companies and larger corporations who, after we've gone through the process of looking at their brand and what they're really good at and what their passions are and, and where the opportunity lies and in, in, in this um, uh, differentiating from the competition and kind of evaluating the trends, it's, it's at that point we can now offer an evolved set of statements from the once again the vision or what they aim to achieve the, the mission but then the hardest one that and actually my favorite is trying to figure out that why that is the the, the key that emotional connection that really inspires people to to um, connect with the organization across all different uh, levels and uh, throughout different departments that um, that that why that why do we exist? Why? Why? How are we making the better the world a better place? And that's ultimately what we were trying to accomplish. So yeah. we do it for corporations, and, think, and you um, take it now further into the the, the, the workplace and, and helping people come up with their individual whys. And but it also ties back to the company, I'm sure. Yeah, it totally ties back to the company. Look, uh, culture is not made by a company. Culture is made by the individuals who make up the company. And so it's really critical to get all those people aligned. And if you really focus on your why, and this may date uh, the interview, but uh, you look at what happens with United Airlines and the three statements that the CEO has made since they dragged right. some, a customer off a plane, which is shocking, and the whole situation is shocking. But more, what's more shocking is the conversation around the, their why as to why they did it instead of we're United Airlines and what we do is we protect people to make sure they're safe while they're traveling to get where they need to go and so they have an enjoyable trip, right? We guard them, we care for them, and we deliver them to where they're going so they can experience life. Not a very good example of that brand. And so you can see if each person was living that individually, maybe they would have avoided many of the pitfalls at many of the different times. I hope they're not a client of yours. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure this is going to come back to haunt them. Uh, it's all over social yeah. media, as, as you just outlined. So, well, um, Dan, we're almost out of time. You know, I loved your book. Love the examples you provided. Since it's written, uh, anything else that you've shared, experienced that you feel our experience, our audience would like to uh, like to hear that you find interesting to share? Yeah, I would say this about millennials because I think it's super interesting. They are the same as consumer as they are as employees. They're the same in their personal life as they are professionals. They are much more evolved than us, no matter whether we want to give them credit or not. There's very negative soundtrack about them now and talk track, which is not true. They are wonderful. They just are different. Uh, they've been digital natives. And like I said, everything in their life has come to them super easily in the real life. And, and life is 
has become easy and technology has made that so. The same thing is not true in the way we get trained either in college or in the workplace. And we must do a better job at that. And we love to be able to be part of that through coaching, speaking, and training. And if there is ever a time to speak about that or uh, work with people to create that dialogue so they can shift their why to empowering others and making more profitable businesses, um, that's someone we want to meet. Well, I couldn't say it any better. I appreciate your, all your comments. And if people do want to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to contact you? Is there an email address yeah. you could offer? Yeah, there's um, our the name of our business is Launchbox, L-A-U-N-C-H, like a rocket launch, Box365, 365 days a year, dot com. So www.launchbox365.com, and you can get our book there. You can uh, get free coaching. You can sign up to get a speaker, or you can just figure out a way to get in touch with us. So one of our great six or 12 coaches that we have working here at any given time, including myself, uh, can meet you, help you, and learn about how we can empower you to uh, go forward. Well, perfect, Dan. I uh, thoroughly endorse your work and uh, appreciate uh, your time today. Thanks for being a guest on Expert Opinion. And so that concludes our show today. This is Ryan Rikus, and you've been listening to another edition of Expert Opinion, a branding business forum where thought leaders share their point of view. If you'd like to listen to past shows or read our blog series, visit brandingbusiness.com. Until our next show, Grow your business by living your brand promise.